Selena Gomez and the Scene, released back in 2011, and it was written by today's guest, Coco Morier. Hi, my name is James Rodriguez Horton, the host of The Original Doll. On The Original Doll, I unpackage music with the people who create it. We go behind the scenes and learn all about the lives and the careers of these creatives and these great songs we love. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, the.original.doll, and on www.theoriginaldoll.com. We're going to talk about Coco Morier's time creating this because it was originally with and for Britney Spears. So we're going to talk about that and how it was created, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the success of this song for Selena Gomez and the album. But we're going to get right to this. My name is James Rodriguez Horton. I want to give a big shout out to all my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much. And for those who are listening for the first time, for Patreon, for as little as a dollar a month, you're able to help keep this, the original Dial with James Rodriguez, alive and free for all. And as with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio recording ripping, stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you do in fact see any of these snippets leaked, please report them directly to the webmaster. And we're going to talk a little bit about how this song came to be, and many more. Now, if you haven't listened to my previous episodes with Coco Morier, we talked about her collaborations with Britney Spears, including Heaven on Earth and Mm Poppy. We have a lot more with her coming up, but don't forget to subscribe on your preferred streaming platform. My name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is The Original Doll. The Original Doll. Now, Whiplash was included on Selena Gomez and the Scene's third and final studio album, which was the end of the group, if you will, and then Selena Gomez would go on and to have further success as a solo artist. But here's a little bit about that album, which is why this makes this part amazing, is it was released in the summer of 2011, and this is how well it did just worldwide. In the UK, it is silver certified. Okay, it is gold certified in Brazil, Indonesia, Poland, Singapore, Spain, Mexico, and the United States. It is platinum in Venezuela, Argentina, Canada, Honduras, Ecuador, and Chile. And these were just from years ago. So there's due to be many more certification updates coming up, including, I believe in the research that I've done, that the album will in fact be platinum certified uh, soon. Uh, And so many of you ask, how does that work? Well, there's a whole process for it. A label can request it. Sometimes an artist will request it through the label. Then the auditing happens, and then it goes on from there. So you may see sometimes some artists that get released um, that certified all the time. 
Those are because those artists, those labels are more, okay, let's make sure we get this, make sure we get it more up to date. And if you look, you'll see like artist A has many certifications go through at a certain amount of time. And then you find out, oh, they have a greatest hits album coming up or they have a new album coming up. Those are all things that are tied into it. But what I've noticed is a lot of times, unless the artist is still actively uh, releasing music, you don't see that as frequently as artists, let's say um, Beyonce, releasing albums uh, continually and then having certifications continually updated. But so with Selena Gomez and the scene, I wanted to talk about that because that makes for our guest, Coco Morier, being a songwriter on here, she in fact would get the plaques for all of these countries being a part of this album. But I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think it's important because that is something that the songwriters can, you know, share in the success of. The other thing is, many people ask, you know, how was this on the charts? How did it do? Well, in the U.S. on the Billboard 200, it was number three. In Spain, it was number two. In Canada, it was number two. It was top ten in Italy, in uh, Mexico, New Zealand, Norway, so many different places, Belgium, so many different places. So I wanted to talk about that so that you kind of get an idea as to the success of this song. So we're going to talk about this, but it was originally written with Britney Spears for a specific project and then ultimately would go to somebody else. And this is something that happens a lot in the music industry. It may be created by one artist for one project, but then find its home somewhere else. And if you go through different episodes from the original Dawa James Rodriguez in the past, we've talked about a few of those. But I just wanted to give you some context on that because Selena Gomez, specifically Selena Gomez in this situation, is a huge fan of Britney Spears and has always been a huge fan. She would do medleys in concert. She would talk so much about her love of Britney Spears. And Britney Spears would talk about her love of Selena Gomez. And it's great when a song finds a home with a fan and a fellow artist and a fellow peer. So we're going to get right to this, and we're going to continue my conversation with Coco Morier. We're going to learn all about how Whiplash was created. So my name is James Rodriguez Horton. Let's get to Coco. Damian from Poland, he said, I am such a Selena Gomez fan. I love Whiplash. Can you please ask Coco how this was made? I heard it was for a Britney Circus album. Was it done at the same time as Mm Poppy, which is another bop? Everyone go out and buy the vinyl, still available at Urban Outfitters. Hey, this is this guy's doing some promo. Yeah, nice plug. <laughs> Everyone buy it. It's so good. Thank you, Miss Nicole Coco Morier. Love this song. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was another one. I think Brittany and I wrote that also in those, uh, you know, she's a songwriter on that as well. And that was written uh, in those same, I think we were getting together for like a couple months actually writing, um, in the early, early recording, um, era of the circus era. Um, so we wrote a bunch of songs and that was when I loved it, you know, but just sometimes I think she liked it too. It just doesn't, you got to fit you know, perfectly 12 or 14 songs together on an album. And so, you know, sometimes you do a good one and it still doesn't get cut because it doesn't fit to the album. And Mm -hmm. so the song was just there. And um, I think my publisher started pitching it around. And um, John Lind, who uh, was at Disney, and this was Selena was still at Disney. He heard the song and he really loved it for her. And uh, she ended up recording it. Um, and Selena was so sweet because she was 
such a big Britney fan. And it was very cute like to see the full circle because she was so <laughs> happy to record a Britney song. And she you could tell she was really inspired from it. And oh. uh, so I, that's just, again, I love the full circle of songwriting. Like if you have a song that's just, you know, kind of sitting in the corner somewhere, you never know, you can have another mm -hmm. amazing artist record it. Th and uh, yeah, I was really glad that got released. Well, and that was one of those things that the listeners on the original doll heard from uh, Steve Anderson, who did Breathe On Me and many other songs. He worked extensively with Kylie Minogue and he said, here's the thing to remember. He goes, if you write an A plus track that you want to pitch to Britney, it's going to be good enough for everyone, period. Yes. And I'll yes. be all. Yes. Uh, which that's what I loved. And the other cool thing too is how songs find their home. You could have many people recording the same song and maybe it doesn't fit on this album or maybe that's not the direction they're going or whatever it is. Uh, but I love this because I also love somebody like Selena Gomez who continually promotes and supports Britney Spears, who's just like, I love her songs. I, you know, she would perform them on tour. She was one of those people that always talked about her love of Britney. So it must've been amazing for her to go, wait, mm -hmm. this song was for, wait, Britney, oh, yeah, yes, please. Yes, let's do this now. I love this. Yeah, it was very genuine and very sweet, yeah. Have no fear, we have more with Coco Morier coming very soon. But I love the feedback. Many people were asking me if I was going to talk about Whiplash because they said they think it's such a Britney song and it complements, you know, mm, Poppy very well. And what I like is that the song itself is this retro slash futuristic thing. You have everything from this, what I would say, you know, the, that Belinda Carlisle, that Beach Boys, that that old 50s, 60s kind of funkiness added with what seems like this massive attack kind of sound in the background. So it's this great hybrid. And I think that's where Coco Morier shines is that she doesn't stick with one type of sound or, or sonic or genre that the influence of her being influenced by everyone from all different genres kind of pops up in there in an unexpected way. And as we've learned with many collaborators who've worked in the studio with Britney Spears is that Britney Spears herself likes to go off center. She's not trying to go here. Let me do this. This formulaic want to call it a day. It's the ones where Britney Spears, I feel like shines are those ones that are a little offbeat, a little bit different. Uh, we go back to and the positive feedback I got about soda pop, you know, many of the songs from the Britney album anticipating from in the zone, brave new girl, ooh, ooh baby from blackout, heaven on earth from blackout, that these are songs that somehow, you know, make people feel, and you think, but this is such a Britney song. So that's why with Whiplash, when I hear Whiplash, I go, I get it. I get the sonics. I get the collaboration. And that's why I'm excited to talk about even more uh, collaborations that happened and were for Britney Spears coming up. So have no fear. Follow me. Make sure that you follow on Instagram, the.original.doll on Twitter at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. If you want to know which account that is, it's the one that Britney Spears' official Twitter follows on Twitter. Uh, but thank you again to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much. And let me ask you, let me know on Twitter, did you buy this album? Have you heard this song before? And I'm going to put links on Twitter on where you can buy this album, uh, Selena Gomez and the Scenes, and specifically with this song. Because what we love doing on here on the original Doll with James Rodriguez is supporting all these great songwriters through the official channels, through the official ways to support them to help their certifications and more. My name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the original Doll. <laughs> the original Doll.
original doll.